Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. And this is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonguru, and I'm currently here in the studios of Faith FM in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener, as we wrestle with Scripture and as we study a timely and more relevant topic today, especially considering the times in which we are living. Our theme for this week has been, What is God Really Like? And the topic then for today is, uh, will you heal me? It is a question. Will you heal me? And this is directed to God. Will you heal me? Now, dear friend, if you have missed the previous presentation, wonderful, wonderful presentations throughout this week, you can go to faithfm.com.au and just look for the big Q uh, and A, uh, the draft time program, and you'll be able to listen to other uh, uh, presentations which um, were presented during the this week. Now, I must say once again, it's always uh, an honor to introduce Helen, Helen Gray, our co-host, uh, because she brings a wealth of information and understanding to the topics that we usually study. You know, she's, she takes a lot of time uh, preparing, and uh, we also believe that through the, uh, uh, the leading of the Holy Spirit, she's able to uh, speak uh, on some of these subjects with some spiritual insights, and that is the work of the Holy Spirit as well, so we want to give credit uh, to God. And so uh, let me once again uh, introduce Helen. It is possible that you might be listening for the first time. Helen... Do you mind introducing yourself to uh, to our dear listener? Thank you, Fabiano. It's a delight to be here. Wonderful. And um, I count that a real, real privilege to share my favorite friend, Jesus, Amen. with people. Amen. I'm involved in the Birdwood Church. Yes. I'm a, a lay pastoral assistant. That's right. Um, a carer. That's right. Um, a Bible worker, All evangelist, the you name it, <laughs> and involved also in health. In health, I was going to say. That's uh, right. Yes, mm. yes. Very dear to my heart as well. Yeah. As too is prayer. And Bible study. Wonderful. Love studying the Bible, love sharing it. Wonderful. And, and Helen said that she loves studying the Bible and she's a faithful student of the Bible. Um, she, li- she, she divides the word line upon line, isn't it? And we believe in, in taking the whole scripture, total scriptura, as the reformers will put it. And, uh, I thought it was sola scriptura. There, yes, there is sola scriptura, <laughs> there is sola fide, total scriptura, you know, <laughs> the whole scripture that is. And uh, we believe that the scriptures at the words of God. This Amen. is the word of God. And we believe that it is able to speak life into you. And it is able to transform your life. Now, obviously, this also demands a personal walk with God that we may know at the will of God as well. But once again, considering what's happening around the world, uh, you probably know this, but this just came off the press uh, on June 30th, 2021 on the uh, uh, Christian Headlines uh, uh, News Network. And it says here that uh, on the 100 
on the 100th, I should say, anniversary of the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP issued a crackdown targeting members of the Church of the Almighty God under the, um, the acronym CAG. According to Religious Liberty magazine, Bitter Winter, arrests of CAG members have exceeded 400 people between April and June of this year. The CAG is considered a new religious movement, and according to Bitter Winter, it is also the most severely persecuted religious group in China. In a document issued by the Office of State Security in Shanghai uh, province, the arrests were made in the name of the maintenance, catch this, uh, in the name of the maintenance of social order during the 100th uh, anniversary celebration of the CCP, which is once again the Chinese Communist Party. Now, I I won't read the whole uh, article, but it says here under the under the uh, under the guise of anonymity anonymity that is a government employee in Henan province told Peter Winter that the central government was ordered to arrest CAG members as key targets in preparation for the celebration. At least 265 CAG members were arrested in the Henan province from mid-April to mid-June. Now. This obviously sounds like a, um, uh, I guess like a minor thing to some because they may say, hey, you know, they're trying to keep social order. But here is actually says that these people were, were, were fined in, if we could put this in American dollars, 116,000. And, and this is a lot of money. Now you may be wondering, why would they do this? Uh, I believe that, um, the Bible predicts that in the last days, there will be persecution that will come from both without and both within. And as we get closer and closer to the end of time, uh, uh, Christianity and, uh, you know, individual faith will be, uh, I guess, looked down upon and, and, uh, you know, we will be cornered, those who do not hold uh, a similar views to the rest of the public. And, um, you know, the, uh, authorities will use their, uh, uh, their, 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 their powers in order to pretty much crack down on people who do not agree. Now here, obviously, there will be, as you can hear already, there will be, and we have started seeing this already, I guess, uh, a demise in religious freedom uh, and religious expression. And uh, even today, we are seeing laws that are being uh, um, put in place, which really make it very difficult for a person of faith to be able to uh, express their faith. And, uh, and, and not only that, feel free that they could actually uh, uh, practice that which they believe. Now, obviously, uh, the Bible predicts that this will happen towards the end of time. And obviously, if we are starting to see things like this, we can be sure that definitely we are living in the time of the end. Now, Helen, this is quite an interesting article. And as I think about this, I'm reminded once again of the movements that we are seeing around the world. And they are all pretty much carrying this same uh, title, you know, social order. It's all about, I guess, bringing order in society, but at the expense of, um, I guess, uh, 
uh, belittling or, or, or um, not valuing as such uh, individuals' faith. I don't know what, what what have been what has been your observations actually in in that in that uh, in that regard. Well, I think in this day and age, mm. um, it's almost like going back into the dark ages, right? You know, where people were persecuted terribly for mm-hmm. their beliefs. And um, I believe the Bible has indicated that we too, Jesus doesn't say if you're persecuted, he said when you're persecuted. When you're persecuted, yes. And we're seeing this by what you've just shared with us. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually horrifies me when I think about it because, I mean, there are, what did you say, something like 400 Yes, yes, more than 400. Yeah. Yeah. The, now you multiply that by their families. That's right. And what have you. That's right. And just one being persecuted to me is, is not good. No, it's not. But right. when you think 400 and things can change hmm. even for us that that's right. quickly. That's right. Um, if you get somebody that suddenly decides they want to, you know, take us to court because, you know, we keep a different day or whatever. That's right. And, We've seen this week how quickly things can change, A, with the COVID, and B, with that um, 12-story building in Miami that collapsed. No warning, down it went. That's right. And things can change, not even just overnight. They can change within the next hour. That's right. That's right. Which tells me that we need to be ready for Jesus' coming now. Amen. We can't put it off. We don't know. And yes, we will possibly be, um, as Jesus said, persecuted for our faith. That's right. I've often thought about that, and I've read many stories. I mean, there is a book out called The Fox's Book of Martyrs. I've heard of it. Mm. I uh, haven't I read it, though. I can't yeah. read it. I read a page and a half, and it just sickened me so much. Mm. And I think to myself, how would I stand mm-hmm. in that great day? And I, I believe that God knows who can stand through that and who can't. And if you've given yeah. your heart to the Lord, it doesn't matter if he allows you to lay to rest before that yeah. or whether you're alive when he comes. Mm. The whole thing is making sure that you're right with him. Amen. That is and very, very important. I think that's important. so important. That's right. In fact, Scripture says in Matthew 24, verse 9, then, and these are prophecies, and these are the words of Jesus, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Mm-hmm. So, the Bible foretells events preceding the second coming being uh, gloomy, grim, tough, and scary uh, because, um, you know, the love of many is going to grow cold. Uh, there will be moral decay and many things like that. I yeah. just I just heard a report through the week. <clears throat> I was um, watching something. I can't remember what it was. Right. But it was about this young girl, 23, and she gave her heart to the Lord. Amen. And she was um, in a place where that was a no-no, a bit like what we've just spoken mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And they, she just had a baby. Right. And they jailed her. Twenty-three. They took the baby off her. That's right. And every day they would bring the baby to her cell. Outside, she couldn't touch the baby, but the baby would scream, wanted milk. Mm. And um, they said, all you have to do is to just, you know, recant. Take back your thoughts. 23-year-old. I think back to when I was 23. I Mm. wouldn't have had the Mm. faith she's Mm. got. Mm. Anyway, she refused to recant. Sorry, and sadly, the baby died. So That is so sad. And then they came to her. And they said, either you recant or you're going to die too. Mm. And she said, how can I take back and, and how can I 
blaspheme against my wonderful Savior, when mm. I learned what he did for me on that cross, I can't, I can't go back on that. Mm. And they killed mm. her. That and is, I think to myself, faith. I yeah. think to myself, I hear of others, you know, um, there's a song that we sing, I, um, uh, the cross before the the world before me, the cross behind me. Or That's the right. cross before That's me, right. the world behind me. That's right. Um, and I won't turn back. You know, I'll follow him. Mm. And and when I read the story of that song, yes, it just it just blew my mind away. So, yes, if you're going to stand for the Lord, Amen. There yeah, will be persecution. Yeah. But let me tell you, we serve a wonderful God who will take us through. Right. Many people went to, went, uh, were burnt at the stake, and yet they were singing hymns. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. yeah. And what about yeah. the, the three Hebrews that were in the fiery furnace? The That's fire right. didn't touch them. No. Daniel no. and the lion's den. That's right. The lion's didn't touch them. That's no, right. there are That's so right. many stories that we can hang on to mm. and just know that no matter what happens, God is in control. That's right. Amen. And this calls for preparation, really, because... Um, you know, this is a faith that is mature, matured, yes. or at least that is maturing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and so that is important. Now, the Bible speaks often of miraculous healing through the work of Jesus Christ and faith in God. Our Lord is able to provide comfort and healing for you and for your loved ones. When you are overwhelmed with health problems, bad news, or relationship struggles, the Word of God can be your source of supernatural help. So don't give up. God promises greater things in store, a future filled with promise and hope. Today we have a wonderful study where Helen is going to lead us in some of the wonderful, beautiful passages of Scripture as we learn about healing from a biblical standpoint. God is able to heal you spiritually, physically, emotionally, but God knows what is best. So before we dig deeper into scripture and into today's study, let me invite you to pray with me as we uh, uh, study because we believe that scriptural things, these are spiritual things and spiritual things are spiritually discerned and we would want the Holy Spirit, uh, the third person of the Trinity, to actually speak to our hearts and and help us understand these deep and wonderful, beautiful things. And so, dear friend, let us pray together. Our Heavenly Father, the creator of this universe, you who knows us much better than we know ourselves and understands everything about us, even our thoughts, honor and glory be to your name. Father, we exalt your name and we want to thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ who died for us all. And he has died before uh, we even, uh, uh, we, we, we could even love him. He showed us that love. And Father, we pray that as we study your word, as we seek to understand more about what the scripture has to say to us today uh, in the areas of healing, whether it be spiritual, whether it be emotional or physical healing, we pray that you may speak to us individually and help each one of us to actually understand what your word says to us. We pray that your Holy Spirit will prepare our hearts and make it receptive to your word. This we pray, asking that you may lead Helen as she leads this discussion and as I facilitate this discussion, um, I pray that you will lead us all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Now, Helen, I would like to just start with a short break uh, because we've got wonderful uh, uh, materials to go through. And uh, I would like to once again remind those who are listening, uh, Faith FM, for the first time, that you can actually go to faithfm.com.au and you find wonderful radio programs there. But please do look for the big Q&A program. It is also titled The Draft Time Show or The Draft the draft time program um, that is on faithfm.com.au. Also, we do give away uh, free uh, literature. And uh, today we have a free giveaway under the following title, Ministry of Healing. The Ministry of Healing is a book written by a, uh, uh, a an author by the name of Ellen G. White. Uh, she is the most uh, translated woman in the American history, if I'm correct, if my man's if my man serves me correct, uh, a wonderful book which will transform your life, I believe. If you'd like to get a copy of that book, here is the number to send your name, your address, and your phone number to. It is the, it is the number 04-888-0811. I repeat the number, 04 11. So let us take a break and we'll be right back. Please don't go away. Here is the song, He Touched Me by Joey and Rowie. Blessings, my friend.
part of a program or didn't catch the name of the presenter? We've got you covered. Just go to faithfm.com.au and check out our daily schedule page. Welcome again. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time, big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano here and our regular co-host is Helen Gray, a lay minister in the Seventh-day Adventist Church here uh, uh, in South Australia at Birdwood and um, and uh, she's done a wonderful uh, work uh, from time to time in the areas of health and evangelism and so forth and so we are glad to have her here on the radio program to lead this following discussion and uh, the theme for this week has been what is God really like but the question which is also the topic for today is will you heal me and here the question is really addressing uh, God, will you heal me? Now, Helen, would you like to take us uh, through this wonderful discussion? But before you do, actually, let me also just acknowledge Gwen um, Watson, uh, who just uh, sent in a message there. We, uh, we've received your message. Thank you so much. And thank you for tuning in to Faith FM. Uh, once again, we love hearing uh, uh, from you all, uh, wherever you're listening from. If you could just touch base and send us a message, the number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven. Helen, it's your time. It's my time. <laughs> okay, we are dealing with the subject of healing. That's right. Very dear to my heart. There are different manners of healing, and it may not just mean your physical healing. Right. You can have mental healing. Mm. Um, you can have emotional healing. Um, in fact, healing in any area at all, spiritual That's right. healing. That's right. You know, so it covers a lot. Mm. But it is evidence in the Old and the New Testament that Scripture does. That scripture, sorry, does say that God has the power to heal us, Amen. our physical bodies. And let me tell you that miraculous healings are still happening today. And I very much would like to share my own testimony, Wonderful. if I may. And uh, you just cut me off when you've had enough. No worries. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Back in, I think it was 2015. I had a bronchioscopy done because I was having trouble with my lungs. And what is that? That's where they actually put a tube down and they okay. have a look inside the lungs. I could hear the word bronch something, yes. so I knew that's related to the lungs. Okay. Mm. Uh-huh. But in the process, sadly, um, my one of my lungs, my right lung was pierced. Mm. And so I went, had gone in for the bronchioscopy with two good working lungs and I came out with one lung. Mm. And um, my health deteriorated from then on. And I was at several um, specialists and they finally, one said, all right, I'll put a stent in, we'll inflate it, you'll be right, but it didn't work. And um, gradually I just was getting weaker and weaker. And I even had to resign. I was a a community health educator and a co-health director for the Seventh-day Adventist Conference here in Adelaide. Mm. 
and I had to go and say, look, I have, I've just got to take time off. You know, I'm, I'm just going to pull back for the year, That's like right. have a sabbatical for a year. That's right. And um, <clears throat> even though they did say, why, why don't you just take a couple of months off? I was so debilitated. I couldn't really even walk to the letterbox yes. without hardly breathing. Mm. I have friends that witnessed all this and, um, I asked to be anointed, which means that, you know, the elders of the Bible instructs us, the That's elders right. of the church, to come if there's any sick among you. That's right. And um, to be anointed and to pray for God's healing. However, at that time, um, everybody, I had been anointed many years ago when I um, had multiple tumors in the abdomen. But this time, it was hard to organize. And I had many, many friends praying. Absolutely just amazing how many were praying. I had a, a very dear family, <coughs> a Samoan family, very close friends of mine that came to visit one day and the whole family there. And they came in and said, we want to have special prayer. Wonderful. So they stood in the kitchen and they put their hands on me and they had a special prayer for healing. Now, the interesting thing is that, um, of course, I wasn't immediately healed, although God can do that. That's sometimes right. he says yes, sometimes no, and sometimes, you know, a little yeah, later. Yeah. So it was only a few days later that I started to get terrible pains, and I didn't know what was going on. Mm. I had been told this was as good as I was going to get with that lung. Mm. And uh, the pains got worse and worse, and through a process of different um, things that happened, I ended up in a hospital and in, in Adelaide. And a suburb of Adelaide. And when I went in there, they thought the ambulance driver thought I was having a heart attack. So, Seemed like yeah. all the symptoms. But when I was in there, the, um, the main doctor, he came and uh, he said, now we've taken x-rays. He said, you haven't had a heart attack. He said, but you've got a hiatus hernia that's pushing up into your good lung. Now, okay. they, had, they had my a record. And they knew I was only operating on one lung. I said, what are we going to do? He said, I'm going to do some more tests, see how extensive this um, hernia is and, ha- and whether it's damaging that other lung because that's the only lung you've got. Mm. So the next day he did some more tests and he came back the following morning looking very sheepish. And I said to him, what's wrong? And he said, I can't find your hiatus hernia. And I said, but you saw it. On the x-ray last night, he said, I know I did. I don't know what's happened. He said, but I'm going to do more tests. So there was a CAT scan and there was an MRI scan, all sorts of things. Anyway, he comes back to me on the Thursday and he says, Helen, not only can't I find your heart hernia, I cannot. I, I, I just can't understand this. I said, what's happened? He said, both your lungs are working perfectly. <laughs> and I looked at him and wow. I said, scientifically, tell mm. me how is this possible? Mm. Because mm. I was told it wasn't. Yeah. I said, you tell me scientifically, I'll believe you. And he said, I can't. That's right. I can't explain it. Yes. I said, well, I can. I said, I believe you're looking at a modern day miracle. Mm. And I was really humbled to think that, you know, God, and I felt so sure he'd healed yeah. me. And yeah. the interesting thing was the doctor didn't believe me. He didn't believe in that. Yes. And he said, no, I'm going to do some more tests. That's right. So he did some more, but he had to come back. He said, get out of here. (laughs) And I (laughs) came home and I was praising God. And up to that point, I said, I couldn't even walk past, you know, up to the mailbox. I put my running shoes on and I said, (laughs) Father, we're going for a walk. I walked two and a half kilometers on that Friday morning and I wasn't even puffing. 
Wow, amazing. And I was praising God. I believe that was a direct answer to prayer. Amen. But there's more. Okay, all the right. The interesting thing is that I had often suffered from chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia for many years. This terminologies. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so hence I was very tired. I was in pain a lot. Yeah. Um, and, of course, all this was just so debilitating. Mm. So I thought, okay, you've healed me of my lung problem. That's fine. But what I noticed within the next few weeks, I had no pain from the fibromyalgia. Wow. And anybody that has it knows how painful it is. And the chronic fatigue symptoms all went away. I didn't use any painkillers, any creams, whereas I'd just about been living on them before. So for my mind, he healed me of four biggies. Mm. However... I still oh, had however. I still had uh-huh. other health challenges ahead of me, which I wasn't right. aware of right. at the time. And uh, one of them was um, atrial fibrillation. Okay. Now we're bringing it up to this year, 2021. Right. Had atrial fibrillation for 18 months, nearly two years. And um, that was a, a pretty tough call. Mm. But the interesting thing is that when they did more tests on me, they they, uh, came back and said, we need to do an angiogram because um, it would appear that part of your heart is dead. Now, that's not a nice thing to be told, is it? No, that is worrying. And I looked at this. uh, Well, actually, no, I didn't look at him because he'd rung me. (laughs) And I said, what are you saying? And a couple of years before, they had noticed that one of the arteries was partially blocked. And Mm. he said, well, I need you to come in. And he scheduled me in within a couple of days. And he said, I'll be honest with you. He said, we may have to do a stent, you know, put a stent in to open the arteries. Or we may have to do a bypass or you might die. And I was so tired from my heart. I said, well, I don't mind. I said, I love the Lord. I'm ready. I'll Mm. I'll open my eyes and I'll see him. That's fine by me. You had the peace of God. Which the Bible says surpasses all understanding. Absolutely. Praise God. Anyway, we had ministers Mm. meeting that week, three days, and I said nothing to anybody. But on the Wednesday, I spoke to our president and secretary. I called them aside and I said, I need to talk to you. I said, no, I'm not resigning. But I said, I need prayer. Mm. And I told them what was happening and I was going in on the Friday. And um, so they had special prayer with me then. But when we went back in on the Wednesday afternoon for the meetings, the secretary, Pastor Joseph, called the, all the ministers up the front. And um, they we actually stood, and I haven't had this happen to me before, but right. we stood up the front. Fabiana, I think you might have been there. I was there. Yes, right. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> and That's you right. might remember, yes. they all prayed for me and put yeah. their, laid their hands on me. Mm. And I was crying at the end of it. By the end of the day, I was actually breathing better. Mm. And then on the Friday I went in, they reiterated again what could happen. I went in, and as I was going into the surgery, I really felt like I was being horizontal but lifted up by all the hands to God. And it was so peaceful and calming. Mm. When I came out... And uh, I said to them, I said, well, what happened? And the doctor looked at me and said, well, number one, all your arteries are clear. Praise God. Wow. Number two, I said, what happened about the dead part of the heart? He Mm. said, your heart is very good. Mm. He said, you still have a problem with your AF. But he Mm. said, there's no dead patches. Amazing. And again, of course, I said, praise God. And he said, you didn't have to have a bypass. And he said, and you're alive. 
Mm. Now I know mm. all glory God's, goes to God. Amen, amen. So I That's wanted right. to share that with you before we got too far into this because for me that was just astounding. And then I read in, in uh, I had one minute, actually it was Gary who uh-huh. I've been on with the last couple of nights. Yes. Gary said to me, Helen, I don't believe God has healed you for you to stay home and have your 12-month sabbatical. Mm. And I said, yeah, but I'm well now. I can do so much. Mm. And he mm. said, no. And then the next day I read in Chronicles where God said, you know, that you need to declare the works of the Lord mm, and wow. so I, I I bring that to people now yes. now I know there are people that are listening or yes, that are, yes. they're either sick themselves or mm. they know someone mm. and they've prayed for healing and it hasn't happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to share that with you after we have a break yes now thank you so much for sharing such a powerful testimony which really uh, helps us to see that God is still at work today, Amen. and God is still make you know doing miracles today. You know there is a psalm from Psalm one hundred and three, verse two and three, which says, "Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases." Yes. God is able and. He's done that for you. I just want to acknowledge Christine, who's listening from Victoria. Thank you once again, and she sends her, uh, can't, I mean, her, her appreciation of um, this radio program. Thank you so much, and also there are others such such as Sharon. Sharon, thanks for uh, uh, getting in touch, and we would love to hear where you're listening from once again. And uh, Helen. This is a beautiful uh, testimony because it really testifies to the workings of God even today. Uh, obviously, like you said, there are those who have not had such an experience, but maybe we will come to that after the break. Now, maybe let me just throw this at you once again. Is there some Bible promises? I'm glad. That, um, I'm that, so that you'd glad. like to share. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat <laughs> thinking, how can I break in here? Oh, please do. I have one here from Jeremiah seventeen fourteen. And yes says, it's a prayer. Heal mm. me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Amen. Save me and I will be saved. For you are the one I praise. Amen. And Jeremiah 33, 6 says, nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. Oh, when I mentioned God. about the elders coming and anointing, James yes. five fourteen to 15 tells us, Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Mm. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Wonderful. But again, I want to stress, there are times that God says no. Mm. And I'm going to share you, with you after the break a story of one wonderful uh, apostle that prayed for healing and God said no. Mm-hmm. But what we have heard thus far is that the Bible does speak about healing. And uh, the Bible does promise healing as well in many ways. And also we have heard that one way actually to get this healing, whether it be spiritual healing or physical healing, is through prayer. Because in your testimony, you shared how you prayed. And you directed your prayers to God because you believe that God hears us. And you claimed Bible promises because you believe that what God's word says is true. Absolutely. Uh, that That is powerful. Well, let us take an early break and just... 
allow what we have just heard to sink in. And uh, the song which we are going to listen to is the word, is the song, I should say, Because He Lives. And I believe that is the answer to all the questions that we have today, even Because He Lives. But we also do have a free giveaway. This is a beautiful book, The Ministry of Healing, written by Ellen G. White, a wonderful author who has written extensively on spiritual matters, on health, and many other wonderful topics. In fact, if my memory serves me correct, one of the most translated women in the American history, I think, American authors in history. And so, if you would like to claim that uh, free giveaway, the number to send your name, address, and phone number to is the number zero four double eight double eight zero eight eleven? Please do send in your name, your address, and your phone number. And if you live in South Australia, please do include uh, the um, the postcode as well. Well, also let me just remind you that here in South Australia, if you're listening from South Australia, once again we are, we are being reminded to abide by the restrictions now uh, of this uh, current COVID pandemic. We want to be good neighbors. We want to uh, do what is right. But our churches are open, uh, still keeping the distances, most of them. And for other churches, we will be live streaming. But we would like to encourage you either way, whether you visit or whether you uh, tune in live, that you if you can, uh, that you do actually visit us, whether it be online or whether it be at our churches and, um, yeah, and, and be able to fellowship with others. Maybe you have a spiritual healing as well. But Hi. just mind you, just because I'm inviting you to church, this doesn't mean that you come in hundreds and just cram in. No, we will be keeping the distances, uh, checking in and all of that because we want to be safe. And we want to do what is right. Let me add to that that anyone is welcome in our churches. That's right. And uh, I know you're preaching this weekend, are I, you not? I am, I am preaching, that's right. And where at are you Sinai. preaching? At Sinai. At Sinai, that's right. And I'm preaching at Birdwood. Yes. And, and I'd love to meet some and, of them. And Birdwood is where? Up in the hills. Uh, anywhere in the, in the Adelaide Hills? <laughs> How do I describe it? Because I could it? be in Sterling. <laughs> no, no, no. How All do right. I describe it? Just Google it, isn't it? Yes, Birdwood. Google it. That's right. Birdwood, Seventh-day Adventist yes. Church. And Sana is, you know, we're up in uh, Davron Park there, um, at the Northern Communities of Hope. That's where we're at. And there are many other churches here in the city. We have Adelaide City. We've got Trinity Gardens. We've got Prospect, Merrill's Park, Brighton. So we've got churches all around uh, here in Adelaide. Just Google it, and I'm pretty and sure you up north, that's Barossa right. That's right. And Gaul and what have you. Let me tell you, it's yeah. going to be cold on Saturday, mm. um, but I know you'll feel warm in our churches. That's right. That's right. And all the way up to Port Augusta, Wyala, and everything. All right. Let us come to a break. The song is Because He Lives. Friends, please do stay around, and you'll be blessed. <laughs> sent his son they called him Jesus he came to love heal and forgive he lived and died to buy my pardon an empty grave is there to prove my saviour Because he lives, I can fail. 
because he lives and we can all face tomorrow because of Jesus. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and Helen Gray here in the studio. Helen is a radio, is a regular co-host on this radio program and a dedicated student of the Bible and we are ever grateful and thankful for Helen being here and leading us and guiding us in these beautiful studies. And so our theme for this week has been, what is God really like? And the question for tonight is, will you heal me? It's almost like a prayer, Helen, as I yes. think of that topic, will you heal me? But uh, that was a beautiful song, wasn't it? Because he lives, uh, I believe... Um, Life and life abundant is possible. Let me now, uh, once again allow you to take, uh, time to help us understand, you know, some of us have had 
uh, challenges when it comes to prayer. Not long ago, I was listening to a podcast, you know, from Science Magazine, Sons of the Times, a beautiful publication by the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And it was on the topic of prayer. And, you know, one of the things that the presenter shared was that, hey, some people pray, but it doesn't seem to be working, you know, like, 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 like they hear from others. Mm. And obviously, even in terms of uh, uh, praying for healing as well, isn't it? Uh, some people have, I guess, uh, uh, um, these experiences which are not like, I guess, the experience that you have had. So what would you share with people like those? Okay. To start with, we did talk about there being many, many texts in Scripture. Mm. Um, those people that have got Internet, if you go into there is a, um, a, we- a website called Bible Study Tools, you will find there there are s- something like 50 scriptures That's right. that they've got on there. Mm. And um, and I'm a great believer in praying through the Psalms as well. Amen. David experienced a lot of things. Mm. But let me, let me go to the Bible and share with you what happened to Paul. Some of you may know the story. But um, let's turn to it. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and it starts off where Paul in verse 5 says that experience, he he was sort of being talking about a vision and he said, the experience is worth boasting about, but I'm not going to do it. I will boast only about my weakness. Right. Now, how many people today do you hear they boasting about their weakness? (laughs) They want to boast about their strengths. Almost no one, that's right. Right. Mm. And it goes on here to say, if I wanted to boast, I would be... I would be no fool in doing so because I would be telling the truth. Mm. But I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear in my message. Mm. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God. So to keep me from being proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh. Right. A messenger from Satan to torment me. Keep me from being proud. Fabiana, do you know what this thorn in the flesh is referring to? According to my study, um, we can all guess, but some may suggest that, hey, it was an infirmity that Paul had. Um, but uh, but uh, it, in my understanding, it's it's more like a um, something in his life. Uh, and I think I, I, I tend to lean on the side of those who believe that he had some kind of a physical ailment, uh, a physical illness. Um, that, uh, that maybe he wrestled with, uh, and maybe wish he had mm-hmm. prayed for and, you know, hadn't, I guess, received an answer to that yet. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Let me just share with you what some, some of the scholars have come up with. Right. And again, they're only guessing because That's it right. doesn't tell us here. Yeah. But it says that some have suggested that it was malaria, mm. epilepsy, or a disease of the eyes because of what he shares in Galatians. That's right. But whatever the case, it was a chronic and debilitating problem which at times kept him from working. Mm. And this thorn was a hindrance to his ministry and he prayed for its removal removal but you know what god refused mm. paul was a very self-sufficient person that's right so this thorn must have been difficult for him but let's mm. go back to the scripture again All right and it says here um in verse 8, have you got that there? Uh, yes. Chapter uh, 12, verse 8? Yes, and I'm leading, reading, <laughs> leading, reading from the New King James Version, and it says, Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that, I'm, that it might depart from me. Just verse 8. 
And verse 9. And verse 9. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And and finish off with this. So now I'm glad. Yeah, the next uh, one. Yes. Um, Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distress, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. They are absolutely wonderful, wonderful words. But yes. but I use them because I want to give you hope. Mm. If you have been praying for a while and nothing's happening, in fact, I, I think of the story of Johnny Erickson Tata. Right. Johnny Erickson had a very bad, severe um, diving accident, and she became a quadriplegic. In other words, she couldn't move anything except, mm. you know, mm. her eyes and what have you. Mm. She was in a wheelchair, and she struggled because she was engaged to a young man who believed he was a, a Christian and had faith. Right. And he said to, to Johnny, and I'm paraphrasing here, he said to Johnny, he said, I'll take you into the church and we'll pray and God will heal you. And he was absolutely positive God was going to heal. Hmm. And so he took her into this church and he prayed and he prayed and he prayed, but nothing happened. Right. Johnny Erickson Tata was not healed mm. and, and at this point I want to stop and say God is not a supermarket manager Right, right. He will give us our needs, yes, mm. not so much our wants, mm. but our needs. But in, right. in some That's cases, right. he knows that down the track, you'll either go off track or if you have this infirmity, it is, it's possible that it may make you stronger in your weakness. Now, John Erickson Tata is a prime example of that. She yes. was only 19 when she had the accident. Right. And, and I have met her. I have seen her and I've heard her. And Johnny confessed that she would rather spend a lifetime in a wheelchair with God than one minute out of the chair without him. That is a powerful Because testimony. today Johnny is an author. Mm. Remember, she, has, she paints with a brush in her mouth. Mm-hmm. She's a beautiful singer. Mm. She travels all over the world to Paralympics. And she just inspires people. Amen. Could she have done that? We don't know, but God knew what was best. Now, let's yeah. go back again to, to Paul, what we read. Three times he begged the Lord to take it away. Right. And each time he was told the same thing. Right. He was told, my grace is all you need. Mm. My, my power works best in weakness. Now, when I studied into that, I thought, okay, my grace is all you need. My power is... Works best in weakness. And I, I thought about that and I thought, well, you know, God, what was the better for Paul? It was actually better for him to receive the grace from God. That's right. That's right. God, who, uh, who is a stronger character, because Paul was also a very strong character. Mm. And humility wasn't his best characteristics prior that's to right, this. That's right, that's right. You know, and, but because of this, God allowed him to have the humility and the ability to empathize with others. Mm. So it was a, it benefited those around him as they saw God at work. And I yes. know that I've shared my testimony in different situations and lots of testimonies I could share. That's right. But, you know, it's, it's helped other people. We don't know why some people are spared and others mm. aren't. And God chooses according to his divine purposes. Yes. But 
But our task is to pray, to believe and to trust. Mm. And Paul is living proof that holy living, courageous faith do not ensure instant physical healing. That's right. When we pray for healing, we must trust that our bodies to God's care. We That's must right. recognize that nothing separates us from his love. In fact, if you want to check that out, Romans eight thirty-five to 39 shares that. I love those verses. Yeah, yeah, nothing will separate. Not a thing. That's right. You can't stop God loving you. That's right. And our spiritual condition is always more important than our physical condition. That's However... Right. Let me also say that God, did, although God didn't remove Paul's affliction, he promised to demonstrate his power That's in right. Paul. When I studied into this and I looked at that when he said, my grace is all you need, my power works best in weakness. Do you know, Fabiano, that the name for the Holy Spirit yes. is a spirit of grace? That's right. That's right. So yeah, we can actually yeah. say there, my Holy Spirit is all you need. That's right. My That's power right. works best in weakness. Yeah. And yeah. when I when I actually looked at that, I thought, wow. You know, as we recognize our limitations, you know, we will depend more on God yes. for our um, effectiveness rather than our own energy or our own effort. That's right. I don't like being sick. I'll, I'll admit that. That's right. It's a, it's a thorn in my flesh when that happens. That's right. But I praise God because through it all, He has taught me so so much. Praise God. You know, so I praise God. There are times he says yes, sometimes he says no. Other times he will say, well, maybe later. And That's I right. believe if we're not healed on this earth and we keep loving the Lord, we will go home to heaven and he will heal us, everyone. Paul, let me just share in Philippians chapter 4, in verse 13, he said, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Amen. And he goes to say, even so, you've done well to share with me in my present difficulty. I would say that to my friends who have done well to share with me and pray for me. And I praise God that I know that I can do all things through Christ praise, who strengthens me. Praise God. And, and, and Helen, I think what you have just shared there, it helps us to see the balance because... Truly, God answers prayers. Absolutely. And I believe every single day is also a miracle in itself. Yes, we're breathing, we're talking. That's we're, right. Well, That's you know, right. the blood's running around our body and we're not even telling it to do it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the power... We're the, miracles. Even the work of DNA in the human body, it's oh, mind-boggling. I, I remember yeah. Dr. Bern Carson came to... Uh, uh, Adventist Memorial Church, uh, what is it called again? There in at uh, Avondale in Kurembong, and oh. he went through a list of things that you know that 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 happens in your body just for you to lift a finger. Yes, and I said, unbelievable. So it is a miracle, and uh, not only that. Revelation twelve, we are told that the enemy, Satan, hates us so much that if God was to turn away, He would destroy this planet. Yeah. So truly, there is. So God answers prayers in many ways, but it is also good to hear that sometimes prayers may not be answered in the way that we prefer, right. because God, uh, our heavenly Parent, sees into the future and He knows what we need best. And thank you once again. Just. Uh, for those who have uh, uh, reached out to us, thank you so much for letting us know that you're listening and where you're listening from. And thank you once again, the, uh, Dawn uh, Fowler, um, for uh, once again uh, thanking us 
for this radio program. Really, the credit goes to God and Amen. Um, and Don uh, uh, by the name of uh, he. I believe it's a he. Forgive me if you, if you are famous, but uh, 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 this person goes also by a short name uh, uh, of D. So therefore, D D has asked, "What are those beautiful songs that we were playing?" The the first one was "He Touched Me" by Joy plus Roy, and the second one was "Because He Lives" by Anna. Uh, Dean, I believe that's how you pronounce uh, the name. Once again, thank you for uh, tuning in to uh, Faith FM. Thank you, Helen, for this wonderful radio program and for helping us understand what the Bible has to say about healing, both thank physically, you. spiritually, emotionally, and how God answers prayer. Thank you for that allowing is, me to share. Yeah, that is amazing. And so for those who have... I guess, uh, wanted to listen to more of this radio pro, uh, uh, program and, uh, uh, just know that there is an app which you can download on your phone or you can just go onto the computer and you can listen to the previous presentations under this theme. But in closing, my friends, I'll just like to, uh, uh, Say that uh, the words of Christ are very timely and very important for our times today. And I'd just like to remind you of what Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 27. He said, I'm leaving you with this gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May God richly bless you, my dear friend. And may God be with you. And may he give you that peace as well. Blessings, blessings, and Amen. Amen. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. You are the be like